Kristen, thank you for coming today. Yeah, thank you for having me. You're very welcome. So tell me a little bit about yourself. What do you do for fitness? What are your passions? What's Kristen all about? My passions are health, fitness, yoga, and helping people love themselves, basically. Love the bodies that they live in, love the brain that's in their head, the thoughts that they think, and just joining the two of those things, their mind and their body, together and just living daily from a place that is healthy and happy and whole. That's awesome because so often our definition of health and fitness comes from what we look like on the outside. And oftentimes, at least in the capacity of personal trainers, how big you are, how strong you are, how much you weigh, what your body composition may or may not be. And I like your approach about what's going on on the inside is equally important as what's happening on the outside. Mm -hmm. Can you share a little bit about your journey or what brought you to that point? Well, when I was younger, I had anorexia. And that was my first kind of experience with the body and health and fitness, meaning that when I was in ninth grade and 10th grade, I just got really into running. And from running, it just kind of spiraled from there. And I ended up having to go into inpatient treatment. And while I was in treatment, I learned a lot about how to care for the body physically in terms of nutrition and physical exercise but then also we started to tap into some of the emotional and energetic sides and how we take care of those so when I came home from treatment I had to apply the things that I learned out in Arizona and apply them to everyday life. So you're coming home from Arizona and you had to sort of get back into quote-unquote regular life with everybody else and I'm sure that must have been a little bit of a challenge because when you're in a safe environment and then you go back home where people may not understand all the things that go on on the inside and how you have to reconcile your thoughts and your behaviors that may have been a bit of a challenge it was absolutely because I was still very much in love with fitness. So as I said before, I started with the running. So when I came back, I wanted to get back into an active lifestyle, but I had to be mindful of how much attention I gave that part of the lifestyle, how much effort I put into that physical activity, just because there was a fine line that I walked. As I got older and got into college and adulthood, I continued that healthy lifestyle and really fell in love with yoga. And I decided that I wanted to start teaching yoga because of the simple benefit that I got from it, just real sense of peace and balance from just going to a couple of classes a week. And I thought, man, this is something that everybody really needs to have in their lives or experience. So I decided I wanted to start teaching yoga which was a big deal because I do not like putting myself out in front of people at all. And so for me to say, hey, I want to go be a teacher in the front of the room and teach to all That's these people and give them though. something. That's yeah. awesome. So that was a big step for me. And I went into my first yoga training. It was a 200-hour yoga training, and it was completely transformed me because it opened my eyes to the fact that yoga or health isn't just physical, it's not just moving your body, but there's a whole internal element 
that goes with it. Health is about being physically healthy, but emotionally healthy and well also. That's beautiful because a lot of times, especially, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but in the fitness industry, there's so many different trends of different types of exercise. Mm -hmm. So it may be bar classes or spinning. It could be kickboxing. And when I think about people who oftentimes take yoga, they often do it for more the aesthetic sense as far as long, lean muscles and flexibility. But I also find in this culture in America, at least, that people aren't quite as open to the emotional experience that yoga can provide depending on the teaching style. Can you address that a little bit as far as how yoga can help you relax and center and calm your mind? Yeah, absolutely. So I think you're right. I think when people initially decide they want to try yoga, it's for the physical benefit, the long, sleek look, a little bit of sweat if you're going to a power yoga class. And that's the draw. And then once they get in there, just through breath and movement alone or attention to your breath, pairing that with movement opens up this emotional or mindful pathway, then they start to see that there's more than just the physical benefit to a yoga class. Yoga itself is only yoga if you pair it with breath or pair movement with breath. So you have to be aware of your inhales and exhales and how they affect your body. And so even if you're just sitting on your mat, breathing in and breathing out, that is true yoga. And then if you're breathing in and breathing out and moving your arm or moving your leg as you do so, then that also becomes yoga as well. It's such a parallel also with chiropractic because it is about flow, movement, chi, nerve power, energy, whatever you want to call that. And that when we get locked emotionally and physically, there's a lack of energy flowing through our body. And that's oftentimes when the emotional discomfort happens or physical ailments or maladies to open up those channels and to know that the breathing and the movement and the awareness and also just being able to be calm in the light of everyday challenges, calm in the middle of your movement and take inventory of where your mind and your body is, I think is something that is so important to teach not only adults, but also kids. Absolutely. I love what you say about channels and flow. An example from my day today at work, I had a challenging conversation that needed to be had. I could feel just a a very tight lump in my throat and I needed to speak words, but I couldn't. There was just discomfort and maybe fear behind that as well. So I stepped away from the situation, went into a different room and just began to breathe, gave some focus to my breath and then moved into a pose called camel pose, which kind of opens up the front side of the body and opens up your throat as well. And just breathing awareness of my breath while in that pose just kind of helped that lump in my throat to just just dissipate and move and took away the blockage that was there in that area of my body and so then it also just kind of recentered my mind and recentered my body as well so beautiful now one thing that you told me is that you took a teacher training program recently an advanced course Um, And I believe the focus was more on therapeutic yoga Mm -hmm. for really some challenging cases. Can you tell me a little bit more about that program? Almost done with, it's a 500-hour program. This focuses on therapeutic yoga, which really can address 
numerous things. It addresses people who have issues or physical ailments. So maybe people coming out of physical therapy or if they've just had a hip replacement or broken a bone, something like that. I've been learning how to address those issues. But also I've been learning how yoga can help people with cancer survivors or trauma survivors or people with very, very severe depression and anxiety. Again, it's an application of yoga and breath and mantra and just principles that help heal the physical body, but also, and first and foremost, help heal the internal body. That's such a great point. My mom discovered yoga when she was, I guess, in her mid-40s or so, and it really struck a chord with her so much so that she decided to become a yoga teacher herself. And years later, she was diagnosed with cancer. And unfortunately, when she was diagnosed, it was only six weeks later that she passed away. Mm -hmm. But yoga was such a big component of her life. And what a gift it is to be able to give that to somebody who's either going through cancer treatment now or in recovery from cancer, that they can fully embrace their healing, not just from a chemotherapy and radiation perspective, but really from the inside to deal with, I would imagine, the emotional stress the fear, the anxiety that goes along with that. What I really appreciate you and I always have, Kristen, is you've been very forthright about your journey and your own healing. And what I find so beautiful is that you're sharing that with other people in such a freeing and loving way. And to be able to give that gift to another person, you never know what a difference it might make. Mm -hmm. So lastly, I wanted to ask you, what advice do you have for women when they're just thinking about their body image or about their own health or how they view and value themselves. Any comments, bits of advice? That has been one of my biggest struggles throughout my journey is body and really self-acceptance and self-love. Through the yoga that I've practiced and the yoga that I've taught, yoga helps me look inside and see who I really am, see what I value and the things that I love and the things that make me smile and just ecstatically happy and the things that make me fearful and myriad other things. But that is the essence of who I truly am and who you and any other woman truly is. It's what's on the inside and the values and the things that make up your essence in your being and that is what truly matters first and foremost above anything else is is you as that essence in person but then physically I would say we are given this body and this body that we have can can move and twist and turn and do so many different things physically, whether it's exercise or your job or your hands can reach out and grab your child and give them a big hug or your smile can just get so broad and and brighten the day of somebody else. And so our worth isn't based on what our bodies look like or how much weight we can lift in the gym or what crazy pose we can do standing on our head with one leg out to the side. It's our worth is 
what we do with our bodies and our minds that impacts other people and gives light and love and joy to other people. So my advice is to look at yourself through loving eyes. Look at yourself with love as you would towards your child or as you would towards your mother or your best friend or even a beautiful stranger on the street. That's perfect. Thank you, Kristen. Now, where can people find you? Because I know you teach and train in different locations, I think. So can you tell me where you are and if someone wants to contact you, where they can reach you? Yeah, absolutely. So currently I am doing one-on-one personal training and one-on-one yoga at Catalyst Fitness. And I'm also doing in-home personal training and yoga as well. So you can contact me by email at kristen.quaddlebaum at gmail.com. Do you want to spell Quaddlebaum? Yeah. I'll spell Kristen too. So uh, C-H-R-I-S-T-A-N dot Q-U-A-T-T-L-E-B-A-U-M as in mom at gmail.com. Awesome. Well, I'm glad I'm not the only one with a crazy last name. (laughs) So thank you, Kristen, and I really appreciate you for coming. Yes, ma'am. Thank you for having me. Sure.